Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in for this June 26th, 2021. So glad you're here. we got a great podcast for you today. We have an in-guest studio. I mean, an in-studio guest. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> Joe Philipson is here. Hi. Welcome, Joe. And we're going to be talking about photography because when you're coming to Hawaii... Obviously, you have to take pictures, and we're going to get some tips and tricks from a true professional. So Joe, Joe will be joining us here in a second as we get through the big show. Don't forget, this podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, and we're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com, or you can just give us a call, old school, call us right now, 1-800-843-8771. Agents, you know, probably when you're listening to the show, if you really wanted to get to it and get booking, which is, you know what I recommend all the time, I tell you guys, book now. And you can pay later, but just book now because of what's been going on as you've been listening to me uh, talk about what's going on here. And I can tell you, you know, um, you probably expected to be for me to be announcing that we are going to be opening up July 8th for anybody who wants to come to Hawaii without having to take a COVID-19 test if you have a vaccine. So finally, right, we have some benefit of getting this vaccination. So that's amazing news, excellent news. I will be talking more about it, and I will also be talking more about my concerns. But Joe, you were here, and I wanted to take advantage of it, so I wanted to jump in, and this is my first, I was on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I was in your neighborhood. You're from California, right? We switched places. I know, we did, (laughs) we did. And you have a strong connection to Hawaii because at some point you and I met, what, 15 years ago on Twitter or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, we got together and and met up with a a bunch of people in the early days of social media and um, we became friends and kind of just stayed in touch. And um, you've actually probably seen me grow quite a bit as as a young professional. Yes, yes. I think I've watched all these kids here do it. <laughs> and you know I would say that back in the day we were kind of like what they call now influencers would you agree to that because I would. I've never gotten my props I would for say being more like influencer. early adopters early adapters that's the <laughs> word. and we and we definitely uh, uh, saw the positives of social media and um, really it really kind of changed all of our lives and and it kind of changed the island a little bit yeah. it did it did, because I think back in the day, we were really looking to meet people IRL in real life, for those of you who don't know what that acronym is. And I think that was one of the thing, motivations for me. It was because, you know, in my business, I was always isolated. You know, my business, we've always been doing it from home. So it was great to be able to connect with our community. And we built a community, and you were a big part of that. And I thank you for that and staying in touch with me for all these years. So let's yeah, get to it. Joe, you are a professional photographer. Share with us your background, how you got started doing this. Yeah, I came to Hawaii first as an elementary teacher in Eva Beach. And while the kids were studying their studies, I was learning how to use this new camera I bought when I moved to Hawaii. And uh, it quickly took over my life. And I just, uh, I just had to every day go out and play with my camera and learn new things and try to emulate the things that I saw on, on uh, the internet. And that's also uh, what fed these meetups was to meet these other people that were doing these uh, amazing things with their camera and to try to like pick their brain and learn what they're doing. And it, uh, it was a really fast education. I taught myself really quickly um, and uh, felt like I needed to learn more and uh, left the island to 
uh, go to school in Rochester, New York. And today I, I was trained to do documentary photography and photojournalism. And that's exactly what I do today. Yeah, back it up a little bit. What was your first camera? Uh, a Nikon D70. A Nikon D70. Yeah. That was like this. That was the camera back in the day. Yeah, it was like really the uh, like twelve megapixel had twelve megapixel interchangeable lenses. It was affordable. Um, yeah. And so, what is your advice then for somebody just taking up photography? You know, and so you, you're. I didn't know that you. I never knew that you came here as an elementary school teacher, uh, yeah. and that's how it all started. Why, uh, yeah, but that's a whole nother story. But a different life. Yeah. A different <laughs> life. Yeah. So, um, for somebody that does have an eye photography, or you know especially for our visitors who are coming here that may want to fast track the learning curve. Do you have any advice about that? Absolutely. Um, I would say a lot of people focus on the gear and I want to tell you that you can make great photos with any camera. You can make great photos with your cell phone, with your point and shoot, with your expensive DSLR. What I try to tell people mostly what makes a great photo is what's in the photo it's about the moments that you want to capture. It's about the story. And if you're coming to Hawaii for your vacation, that is a, that's a really easy story to, to tell. Like it's framed for you. It's your trip, right? That's the frame of it. Right. And what do you want to fill that frame with? Well, you want to fill that frame with all the happy moments that you're having while you're on your vacation. And a lot of those, a lot of those things are moments they're not like people posing, you know, in front of the beach or posing with their food, with their, uh, with their meal at their table. Those are all great things. That's about documenting your trip. And I think that's really important. You know, it's just good to have those memories and stuff. But like, if you're going to hang a picture on your wall, it's probably going to be that moment that brings you a smile to your face every time you think about it. And it's a moment that you're going to want to share with people when they walk in your house and you say, this, this is, this was taken on my vacation to Hawaii. And, and I would say just focus on those moments and, and to find those moments, you're really going to have to anticipate. Um, you know, if you're watching your kids jumping in the pool, you know, over and over and over and over there, you're, that's an opportunity for you to get a really nice moment. It's mm -hmm. something that it's, they're repeating it and they're doing it over and, and just look for those. If you see something that your kid does or your wife does or your husband does, and it brings a smile to your face, it will happen again. Mm -hmm. Get your camera ready whatever it was, it will come again and get that moment and you'll be so happy you got it. Yeah. So, so Joe's talking about moments and not focusing on gear, you know, that, that really is a great thing to talk about because you need know, think, and I kind of like this, you know, I think if I bought the most expensive camera and I got, you know, the best gear, I'm going to get the best pictures, but that's never true. It's really, and I think that's the difference between like a, a real professional photographer because it's, it's art and really understanding what you're doing, either the lighting or the um, aperture or, you know, some of the, you know, some of the technical things. Having just an expensive camera is not going to guarantee you good pictures. In fact, if you get those expensive cameras, they're really hard to work and operate. They're heavy. They're cumbersome. They intimidate people. Sometimes the best camera is just the one that, that you have that's available to you. And a lot of people, that's their phone um, or a point and shoot. And uh, I try not to... Um, I try not to get too bogged down in the conversation about gear. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. So let's talk more about the moments. So you, you suggested, um, 
So you, maybe even having a little bit of a plan, obviously the timeline is set for you. You know, you're, you're getting on a plane, you're going to, even some of the phones these days, like a Samsung will capture moments in time. Yeah. And I even think it's called moments or something. I mean, even, I think, you know, some of these things will automatically do it for you, but you can kind of maybe use that as a guide or, or what, what are some of the other moments do you think that people should well, I focus think, on? Like a family portrait, for instance. That's always popular. Yeah, family portraits are very popular. Um, uh, I think that, I think really what you should do is just maybe while you're flying out to Hawaii, think about the, you know, the package you guys put together for your traveler and yeah. the activities that are scheduled. Yeah, like if you know you're going to go snorkeling with your family and your kids, then, you know, think about the pictures that you're going to want to have that's going to give the emotion that you're having in that moment. Right. Like if it's a happy time and the kids are excited and they're putting their their gear on and their head, their mask on, it's going to be like it's going to be a great opportunity for you to get those goofy photos of them trying to figure out how to put their mask on. For instance, <laughs> yeah, or, right, or, exactly. You know, just like just go, just like spend a little time meditating on what your vacation is going to be like and then anticipate those moments and have your camera ready. OK. And. I think that's a really good advice is to is to kind of anticipate what activities you're going to do because we're going to plan an, an itinerary and if you're not planning our itinerary you, you you really should be doing that especially if you're going to be coming here in the next uh, couple of months because this is one of the challenges we're having is getting an actual itinerary put together with the fact that there's so many things sold out and not not happening. So let's talk about maybe some tips uh, regarding actual shooting, like yeah. you know stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think one of the one of the things I always see when I'm just hanging out on the beach and I see families doing family portraits is the sun is setting and they want to get that magical sunset and they also want to get their family in the picture. So they get their selfie, can't, you know, their phone out, they get the selfie set up and they f put their backs to the sunset and they try to take a picture of themselves with the sunset. But what they don't realize is that they're silhouetted by the sun. And now because the sun is behind them setting, they're actually these big dark blobs in their right. own photograph. Right. It's like right? you're shooting into the sun. Bad. Don't shoot into the sun. It's, I know the sunset's there, but you gotta, you, you, it's not going to work out. <laughs> um, try it, but I'm going to give you guys some tips here on how to uh, make sure that you're, you're, you're getting the best photos that you can. And one of the, one of the things I like to tell people is that, uh, use the sun, you know, the sun is the main light in our life. It's the main light in every photo, uh, you know, in outside in the environment. So instead of, um, instead of fighting the sun, you know, work with it. You know, uh, try to try to take a moment when you're there with your family to see to see, oh, where's the sun coming from and where should we stand? You know, should should we stand in the shade in this photo or should we stand in the sun in this photo? You know, the sun is is uh, we, we live with it where it's kind of like not on our minds all the time. But when you're a photographer, you're constantly thinking of the sun mm -hmm. and you're you're thinking about how to balance it. So how do you shoot when you know this, when you do want the sunset and you want in it? You want to be in it. You need a flash. You need a flash or you yeah. need to light yourself somehow. Or a reflector. And that's or, why you see these yeah. professionals using reflectors and flashes right. because they need to, they need to balance the power of the sun mm -hmm. and, and, and illuminate the subject. Um, if you don't have a flash, then you're going to have to get a little bit creative and just kind of just find the light where it is. Mm -hmm. and, and use it but how about when the sun you know because the sun is constantly changing would you have a little i guess you can use your common sense i mean if it's setting and there's less sun there like right as the sun sets you might be able to get yourself 
Is that possible, or is it just going to be with a flash? Maybe with a flash, absolutely. Yeah. it's it's the way to go. Um, so be careful with that. I, I I think you know that's one of the big problems that folks have is is trying to get a good picture of the sunset. Well, don't fight it. You know, if if you're yeah. if you're silhouetted, then make a really nice silhouette photo. Yeah, get your nice get your family out there. You know, get the bright sunset and get a photo of them all with their hands raised or something. Just just don't be disappointed when you can't see anybody's face that easily or. Or everyone kind of just looks like a blob, but just okay. just use it. Okay. And yeah. What about some other shots? Some you know, like using filters and you know. Yeah, uh, a real popular yeah. thing for um, photographers to use is something called a neutral density filter, and all that means is like a tinted glass that goes on top of your lens. And what that will do is it'll kind of tone down the environment, uh, so that you can not be so like blown out by the sun because the sun is really strong here. I think when people, when people don't realize is that when you move around the earth, you actually get different qualities of light. People, right. people in New York have more blue, softer light. People in LA have harder golden light. That's a, a, a big reason why the movie industry ended up moving there. So that, oh. because the film was so the film, the old film needed a lot of light. Oh, I see. To yeah. imprint. So yeah. they did it in LA where it was like right. super bright and sunny all the time. Hawaii is even more light. So it might, it might not hurt you to bring a neutral density filter. You can pick them up anywhere. Um, and, uh, and they can fit on almost every camera, a neutral density you, filter. You will, need to, you will need to know the diameter of your lens and yeah. buy, buy the diameter of your lens. But yeah. I would recommend getting something with a little, just a little bit of tint so that you're not fighting the sun so and much. Should you keep, you keep that on the whole time when you're in Hawaii? Yeah, I usually do. Unless yeah. it's nighttime, I'll take it off. But... And the other, the other key filter that I would recommend 100% of people get is a polarizing filter. Okay. And, and what a polarizing filter does is it limits the kind of light that enters your camera. Because what people don't realize is light is just scattering everywhere. And so it, it makes reflections uh, fuzzy. And, 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 and Hawaii is reflections everywhere. We live by the water. Any photo with, a wa- with water in it is going to have reflections. Okay. So what it really does is it helps clean up that look so that you actually see the layers in the water. You see the bright colors, so the So for blues. more sunset, more sunny pictures, I would use the density filter. And for more like ocean, fi- how do you decide? You can you- actually use them together. Oh, you can use yep. them together. You can okay. use them together. Awesome. So you would use them together. So yeah. You always would- keep that density filter on and then keep both of them on all the time i would throw i would put the polarizing filter on and then i would put the density filter on top of that uh depending on the situation but i would just keep the polarizing filter on there yeah right yeah it it really makes a difference i would highly recommend it every landscape photographer out there is using neutral density filters and polarizing filters wow what great advice this is all good stuff and i guess when to use a flash not to use the flash you know, you were telling me, you know, because I can't get pictures of my cats, right? And you're saying, just use light. You keep telling me, use light. Yeah. Do Just put the flash on. I didn't Because, you know, sometimes when you use a flash, it just kind of washes it out. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, but having just that little extra flash, even when it was just like in the house, made yeah. a big difference. Yeah, and that wasn't, even, that wasn't even a flash. That was a flashlight function on your phone, I think, right? right? It was. It was. But we just, we just turn the flashlight on and got it really close to your cat yeah. and then use the other phone to take the picture. Right, and actually right. you, you, that's a great point. I'm, uh, thank you for reminding me. You don't actually need a flash. So if yeah. you did want to take yeah. a sunset photo, that's what I mean. get a really high powered flashlight. flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If you have to do it. But I think probably a better thing to do 
for these kind of special shots is guess what hire professional yeah. tell people about that you absolutely know? you know i even just you know for my own curiosity i looked up how much it would be to hire a photographer to come down to the beach and just do yeah shoot you know shoot your family real quick and they started about like i want to say like on the very low amateur end 300 dollars, and then 500 dollars probably for like the mid-range and of course you know the sky's limit on these things and 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 i would say that you know you get what you pay for in this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. But I would, I would say to people, you know, there, even if you get a, 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 a pro amateur out, it really is a huge difference because one, you're not going to be messing with the camera. You're going to be in the picture with your right, family right. and they're going to have the flash. They're going to have the equipment to really to make, make it, it a right. nice image. They know what they're doing. And if cell phones were as good as DSLRs, nobody would have DSLRs, right? right? If you're going to, if you're planning on having a one, this one memento to memorize, memorialize this family trip to once in a lifetime visit to Hawaii, you're going to want to have a nice archival print on your wall, framed in glass. Right. There's nothing better than having a photograph. You gotta get it. You guys gotta do it. And I and so how can people reach you? You I'm sure you'd be happy to answer any questions and maybe Absolutely. help people up with local photographers. You know a lot of local photographers here that do a, a wide spectrum, everything from these kind of family portrait portraits to maybe even going on location shoots or do, or you yourself are gonna be here. They can hire There's you. There's a million he's examples. Not cheap, but he's the best. So you know yeah. how, how do they reach you? Well, you can um, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram or Twitter. My name is is Joe Philipson with one L that's a J O E P H I L I P S O N. And, um, yeah, I would, I would really consider, you don't have to have a a photographer for the whole day. You don't have to have a photographer. You could just have it for that one little moment. You know, I've even had people hire me just to be there when they surprise their partner and ask them to marry him. Man, can you imagine like asking your partner to to, to marry them? And there's a photographer out in the distance. Right shooting you guys and right. you, and and you Capturing have that. you have those moments yeah you know how often do do people have that moment right you know exactly. and and document it so well that you can put it on the wall and oh. be proud of it also you have a website right yeah it's my name too joephillipson.com it's joephillipson.com. Mo- mostly my documentary work and my photojournalism amazing stuff but i would be more than happy to answer any questions anybody out there has all right well thank you joe joe this was just a great great uh, interview, a chance to really get to know you more and also to give advice to our clients that are coming here that need to do that. So that's going to wrap it up. That's going to do it. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Check out my back episodes. I've been doing it for 14 years. You know, it, it's time to get out of that rabbit hole of the internet. You're just, you're just, you're driving yourself crazy trying to figure this out. I mean, everything looks great on the internet and it just becomes, you know, it just, you, you click on forever. So just call us right now, 1-800-843-8. 771 or just get over to our website hawaii-aloha.com click on the trip planner um, and we'll help you out and check me out on twitter and on facebook hawaii aloha travel that's gonna do it that's gonna wrap it up for all of us here at hawaii aloha travel and my beautiful wife yaling i'll say aloha and mahalo